and a very good day. This is Pastor Mark Whelan with Touch of God. And I want to start out today with prayer. And I want to pray over you, you precious souls that have been created by the Lord himself. And he has fearfully and wonderfully made each of you in your mother's wombs. And we just thank you, Lord, today. I thank you for these precious people listening in today. I thank you, Lord, for meeting their every need. I thank you, Lord, whether that's financial, whether that is healing in their bodies, whether it is salvation, whether it is a restoration in a relationship in their family. Lord, I just thank you today that when we turn to you and, Lord, we stay in your word, we understand who you are, and we receive everything that God has given you, Lord Jesus, that we realize that everything good comes down from the Father, from the Father of lights. And we thank you, Lord, that there is no shadow, no shifting shadow in you. There's no darkness in you. And, Lord, that you know every need of ours before we realize we need it. So, Lord, we thank you today for all provision. We thank you, Lord, for every need being met. And I can declare to you today, precious souls, in the name of Jesus, that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. So be it. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you today for his suffering at the whipping post so that by your scourging we are healed. And First Peter chapter 2, verse 24 says that by your stripes we were healed. So today I thank you, Lord Jesus, that I may speak your word over your people. And your word goes forth and does not return to you void. And your word divides between the soul and the spirit and the, the joints and the marrow. It's active and alive, according to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. So, Lord, we thank you for your word going forth today in people's lives, in people's hearts, and people's physical bodies as well, that your word may do its work and not return to you void. It will accomplish what it's supposed to do. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that people's bodies, as a result, right now during this program, are receiving the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of healing, the resurrection power that is you, Lord Jesus. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Lord Jesus, we receive your life today in our bodies, that our bodies may be completely reconciled back to you, meaning completely restored to the way they should be if they were found in heaven today. But Lord, we are on earth But we bring what is in heaven down to earth today and we speak that truth that everybody's body now becomes healed and they remain in divine health for the rest of their time here on the earth. In the name of Jesus, amen. So now we would love to hear from you if you have a testimony, if you got healed today of any problem, any complaint, any concerns in your heart any misgivings, any anxiety, any fear. If you feel like fear just lifted off of you today, there's absolutely nothing to worry about when God before you, who can be against you? When the Lord Jesus is your Lord, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to worry about because the Lord is with you. Fear not. Let your hearts not be troubled today. Cast your cares upon him and he will deliver you from all these fears because he did not give you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind so your mind should be sound today your mind should be thinking on things that are above and not on this earth your mind should not be dwelling on things on the news 
but the things of the Word of God. They're leaning on not on your own understanding, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, but on the understanding of the Lord. And the understanding of the Lord is His Word. So we must read the Word and meditate on it day and night, that we may understand who we are as a new creation in Christ, but also we must understand who God is and how loving He is, how faithful and merciful He is for us. We don't deserve any of that faithfulness. We don't deserve any of that goodness from the Lord, but He loved you because you are worthy. You are worthwhile to Him. You are totally worthy. You were worth dying for, and you were worth all that pain and suffering that Jesus went through because God loves you. The Father loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. And today, on a much lesser degree, my wife and I love you too. And we bless you today in the name of Jesus. But no, first and foremost, God loves you more than you can ever imagine and paid the price for you. You are no longer your own. You have been bought with a price. So no longer have to worry about anything because you're not your own. You lean on the one who owned you. The one that owned you paid for you. He will take care of you. He is a great parent. God the Father. Amen. He is a great parent. And you have your Lord Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit within you, dwelling within you today. Amen. Much to rejoice about. So, with the Lord dwelling within you, we're going to return to that topic we've been talking about in recent weeks, come as you are. The new creation, the new believer, the believer in Christ has the Lord dwelling within them. But it's entirely possible for the believer to lose track of the sight of the Lord and take their eyes and off of the Lord and move their head away from the direction of facing the Lord, move their heart away and turn their heart to a different direction, which would be a direction that's not full of life and full of light, but something more towards sin and darkness. Because when we are not facing the Lord, who are we facing? We're facing the world. We're being molded by the world instead of being molded by the Word of God and the Lord Jesus himself. Amen. So we have to be careful as to what we focus on, because what we focus on is what we become and what we believe. So we have to believe the Word of God, and the Word of God is forever settled in heaven, according to Psalm chapter 119, verse 89. So it can never change. It's settled. It's fixed. It's set in stone. Amen. And so the Lord will never change his word, and the Lord swears by his word. So, as we look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 22 to 23, it says, The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of light. Now, first of all, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if you can imagine, on the inside of your eye is a lamp facing inwards inside of your head and your body and down through your all the way down through your feet. If you just imagine that you're looking at something and then that is being projected within you from inside of your eyes as a lamp unto your body. So your eye, the eye is the lamp of the body. So the body is lit by what the eye sees. Okay? The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, it means if you are looking away from 
poor images, bad images. If you're looking at the Word of God and you are looking away from uh, demonic things, you're looking away from questionable content on TV or the Internet, then your eye is sound. Amen. Even Job made a vow with his eyes that his eyes would not sin. So it is important that we guard what we look at, what we listen to. Amen. As well. So what we look at should be things relating to Jesus. Amen. Because we need a constant supply of his light in our body because you will know that if we do not focus on Jesus throughout the day, our focus is somewhere else, and there is a risk and a tendency for the world to remold us back to itself, which it is constantly trying to do with things on TV, the bad news reports, lack of impartiality, you might say. It's important for us to be very careful and to believe what the Bible says above everything else, because that is what is forever settled in heaven. The heavens of the earth will pass away, but the word of God, it will remain. So the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of light. We need to achieve the light. We need to focus on Jesus. We need to spend time with him in the secret place, in the private room, in our homes, with the door shut, praying to the Father, praying to the Lord Jesus, seeking him, and also being still and knowing that he is God, waiting for him to respond in our hearts, just trying to listen for that still, small voice. Amen. The word of God is a lamp to your feet and a light unto your path, according to Psalm chapter 119, verse 105. So if you want your body to be full of light, You need to focus your eyes on the Word of God to read it, to believe it, to act upon it, to meditate, to chew on it, to consider it, ponder, all those things. Have that be on your mind all day long. That's a good thing to have on your mind instead of those worries. Because if we focus, if we put the Lord first and his kingdom, his righteousness, all those other things will be added unto you anyway. But notice how those other things won't be added unto you if you don't place him first. So that's when we get into the problem of having our day consumed by concerns and worries and anxieties. That's because we may not have placed God first that morning or throughout the day in our lives. So when we have a problem, we go to Jesus. When we don't have a problem, we go to Jesus. Amen. So the word of God is a lamp unto your feet and it shows where you are right now in your life, and it's also a light unto your path. But notice the word is alive and active in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, but it can only be alive and active in you if you connect with it, if you do something with it. If the Bible is on a shelf in your home and you are doing something else, it is impossible for the Word of God that you are not meditating on and not pondering on to affect you in a positive way. So, in those moments, it is likely that you might be pondering on something else, and it's more of carnal thinking and believing in what the newsreader says, and that's going to be it, and there's all the trouble in the world, and it's doom and gloom. But we are supposed to be in the Word of God. We know what's going on. We're not so naive that we don't know what's going on in the world. 
But we know that we have a Lord and a Savior. We have God who is in heavenly places, and he's with us and inside of us, and he is for us and not against us, so we have nothing to fear. Amen. There is nothing to fear when you have your Creator as your parent, as your Lord and your Savior. So, verse 23, But if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. So that means if you're looking at something you shouldn't be looking at, if you're thinking about someone that you shouldn't be thinking about them in that certain way, and I think you know what I'm saying, you're looking at something that that really isn't good for you to look at, and then you start to fantasize or you start to think about something connecting with that image. That is when your heart can start to become tainted and affected and polluted by darkness and the light that you once had in your body is becoming a shadow and and darker and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer because you're focusing on something you shouldn't be focused on now there is a way out of this it's first john chapter 1 verse 9 if we confess our sins Lord, what I looked at today, sorry, Lord, I should not have looked at. Please forgive me. Please cleanse me of all unrighteousness, according to your scripture in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. And I thank you for your forgiveness and, and cleansing me. And thank you, Lord, for getting rid of all that darkness that might have entered my heart today and entered my whole body, according to Matthew 6, verse 23. And all of a sudden, the Lord supernaturally because he is full of light, because you sought him for forgiveness and for your sins to be completely remitted further as the west is from the east. Amen. Because of that, now the darkness is gone and now the light has returned. But the important thing is, is that you not only confess your sins, but you continue to stay in the word of God, because that is the lamp. That is the light. The word of God is Jesus and Jesus is the Word made flesh. And so Jesus is your light, and He is within you. Let Him shine. So that's why Jesus said, let your light so shine upon men. You have the light within you. Just keep your eyes off of the dark things, and so that your body, your whole body, will not be full of darkness. Because Jesus goes on to say in verse 23, if then the very light in you, your conscience, is darkened how dense is that darkness so you can see here that it's not just the case of the light was switched off in the room though therefore it's dark because it's an absence of light jesus talks about not just that it's dark but how dense is that darkness how dense you might go into a room and turn off the light but maybe there's a tiny crack under the door that's letting in a tiny amount of light But you compare that to going into a cave, going deep into a cave far away from the entrance, and you will find very quickly that you have never seen darkness so dark in your life. That darkness is, some people will say it's pitch black, or it's so dark in here, I cannot see the hand in front of my face, and you don't know which way to turn. So, you don't want to get to that point, but if you are at that point today, yes, the same answer for you. Confess your sins to the Lord. He is faithful to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, to remove that darkness from your conscience so that the light in you, which is Jesus, returns. Amen. So it's not shrouded in darkness. The light is now beaming again because your conscience is completely clean and cleared. 
So when you focus on Jesus, when you focus in his word, your eyes are being filled with light. And so is your soul, your conscience, your whole body. It is no longer dense with darkness. And you begin to feel weights lifted off of your shoulders. You feel better. Depression lifts. Sadness dries up. Uh, You begin to feel relief, peace, and joy in your heart. And you may not receive all of these benefits in the three or four minutes that you start focusing on the Lord, but it will not be long after that, that if you continue to focus on Jesus and you trust in the Lord with all of your heart, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. You have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you in showing you, revealing to you, if there is a part of your heart that you are still not convinced that you should give over to the Lord, or you're still not comfortable opening up totally and giving yourself over to Jesus 100%. The Holy Spirit will reveal that area of your heart, and then you have the free will choice. You either give Jesus that last part of your heart as well, so then he has you totally, or you decide not to. Now, I beg you today, I implore you, the Lord is trustworthy. He is faithful. He will not hurt you. He loves you. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, not the discomforter. So the Holy Spirit is a nurturer. We love the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is relentless in trying to help us come to the truth and the knowledge of the Lord and how loving the Lord is and the truth and the depths of the Lord and knowing him. The Holy Spirit is also there to comfort us in times of need, in times of deliverance, and revealing things that we really ought to deal with in our lives. Amen. The Lord is not going to take anything from you until you offer it to him. So if you are tired of alcohol or substance abuse or anything bad that is making your whole body dark today through your eyes through your conscience being darkened the lord wants to take those things from you but you have a free will to choose when and if you will give those things to him but when you realize the suffering that the messiah went through for you to no longer be in bondage to sin and death according to Romans 8 and the darkness that we once were in as children growing up into teenagers adulthood until we came to Jesus either as a child or as an adult whenever you came to Jesus you all came to Jesus at a different time we were in darkness until we were in the light we had to make the choice when we wanted Jesus in our lives. God never forced himself upon us. He just sent precious souls in our path to give us the good news. Someone gave you the good news, whether it was someone on the radio or your family member or some stranger in the street or a a leaflet that was left on the pavement or the road or you heard something in a church or somewhere and you made a decision one day, And as soon as that happened, God took you out of the powers of darkness and put you in the kingdom of his beloved son. He took you from the darkness and he moved you quickly into the light. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 13, the father took you as soon as you made the decision because it was already paid for by Jesus on the cross. The father was able to take you through his son Jesus and 
into Jesus's kingdom. And the kingdom of Jesus is a kingdom of light, and you were taken from darkness and placed into the kingdom of light. So when you think about the suffering servant, the Messiah, and what he went through for you to be rescued out of that bondage of sin and death and all those chains around your heart, all those addictions and those things that you went through, doesn't it mean to us that if the Lord did all that for me, then it's nothing for me to give up the last part of my heart to him. Let me give him wholeheartedly everything that I am because he surely deserves it. He's the one that paid for me to be completely set free, redeemed, and reconciled back to him in right standing. I am now today, and you are now today as believers, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are in right standing with the Lord in Christ. And that is amazing, and we didn't deserve any of that. So think about that today. Maybe you're holding back on one thing and you don't really want to give it to the Lord. I can tell you, let's just say it's uh, cigarette smoking. Listen, trust in the Lord. You need to give that up and you will not look back. You will not miss a cigarette. You will not miss a drink. You will not miss that drug because once you give something to the Lord, he will remove that urge and that addiction like he did with me after 20 years of alcohol abuse between the age of 18 to 38. And that night I said to my Christian friend, how do I give up this alcohol? It's really, really getting worse. Lots of drink every day. And he said, this is what the Lord says. You take the first step and I, the Lord, will take the other 10 steps. And believers, hear me today. I went home. I put the drink down the kitchen sink, threw away the bottles in the the rubbish, in the trash, in the garbage. And the very next day when I would normally go to the shop for the liquor, for the alcohol, I had no real need to go. I had no urge to go into that shop and I drove right on by the shop and never went in. And that was 2009 and 2021, and I have never needed or wanted to drink alcohol since then. So if he would do it for me, he would do it for you. You just have to make the choice and give him everything that's bothering you. Give it over to him and trust that he more than you wants to take that from you. He wants to take all those things from you so that you are set free by the blood of Jesus And now you have a testimony to share with other people. But now your body is no longer full of darkness. Now your conscience is cleaned. You're giving everything over to him. You can trust the Lord with your entire being. He is the one that created you. You had no say in the matter. You didn't have a choice of whether you wanted to trust him or not when he created you because you didn't exist in your mother's womb until he formed you there. So you had no choice. So look at what a great job he did. He created you beautiful. You're a wonderful human being. You may decide that you have some issues in the way that you deal with things. We all are growing in the Lord. Do not condemn yourself, for the Lord does not condemn you today. He only convicts by his Holy Spirit. So be encouraged today to give things over to the Lord that do not belong in your life. The Lord purchased you with his blood. Amen. So the Lord does not want to own any alcohol abuse, any bondage, any condemnation. He wants to see you as the new creation that you are. 
there is no need to go back to those old things because that's not you anymore. You're brand new. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Amen. So be encouraged today. Stay with the Lord. Focus on him. Focus in his word. Give everything over to him. And your body will no longer be full of darkness. It will be full of light. Amen. In Jesus' name. If you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, uh, we would love to hear from you. The email address is prayer at touchofgod.world. If you want to call us on the phone, it's country code 1-407-705-3151. And until next time, you be blessed. Amen.